March 17, 2023, it's Wife for Pedro Show.
you, smart bunch of bastards. What, did you really think I wasn't looking? Sure, I know you want something. You need something. Your powder's made of pathetic. And you're content to feel out in the mind They got a slobber I know you're talking about shit. I know they know these if it were tasty, and I guess maybe it is. Yes, your years of glory are almost here. Glory to you on the high. The joke will be on you, though. Smile, stuff on your eyes, and you'll slobber and drool the tiny claws chitter and pull piece by tiny brain, stuffing up in a smile on their smarmy face until your skull is empty with light and reason again. Oh. show let's turn that fucking monitor off 21 years 10 months of doing this i'm still blowing clamps happy <laughs> st pat's day hey same to you people you can tell i'm not man alone because of those estonian scoff software engineers and their skype invention i got with me once again brother dread from way out in rural vermont Welcome back aboard. We start off the show with impressions. This is John Coltrane, live at the 1963 Newport Jazz Festival. Elvin Jones couldn't make the gig, so he's got Brother Roy Haynes on the drum. Brother Roy Haynes was 38 years old when he did this gig in 1963. He wow. just turned 98 a couple days ago. Kicking like Cato. Much wow. respect. Then we have Brother Dredd with Glory. So what's happened since we last talked, Brother Dredd? Uh, what's happened? Not well, music. Uh, I've been working on this project, which has uh, been happening for a while from my band from the 80s, Dreadful in the Din. Yeah. Um, with Corbett versus Dempsey, a Chicago label. Um, you may know Corbett versus Dempsey, they've reissued a lot of uh, really rare free jazz records and stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
pretty amazing place. And anyway, they picked up this uh, series of CDs that are coming out. Um, the first one is already out. It's called Songs in Heat, which is named for my first single. Um, that's out now, and it's there's going to be four four issues in the uh, series. Uh, what the first one is uh, eighty three. The second one is called We Will F We Will Fall nineteen eighty three, and See God eighty five to eighty six is the third one. And there's going to be a fourth issue of transition between my rock days and my more freeform uh, days. So. Um, what we've been working on that Chris Price has been producing the series and he's working on it. And, um, the, the next two are coming out at the same time this, this spring. So that's pretty much what I've been into and playing, you know, playing, I haven't been playing out, but I've been playing, you know, working on guitar stuff, trying to write actually. Oh, great. What about this tune glory we played? Where's that fit in? Uh, that's from my first solo CD after the band, uh, quit after I quit the band or the band stopped. The band, uh, that's a good word. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I did a CD, uh, a CD with forced exposure called in quest of tense. Byron Coley and, uh, Jimmy, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's been reissued on feeding tube on vinyl. That's Byron too, but with yeah, uh, Byron too with Ted, with Ted. Yeah. Uh, the, the Byron in different combinations. <laughs> the masters of vinyl, absolute. Well, look, you gave me this tune here, "The Fear," and this is yeah. you with a cat named Ben Chasney. Yes, let's play um, it. Let's play it, and then you can enlighten us to the connect. Okay. Find a stop on a mountain Be strong and turn up the sea Tear down and roll in the curtain It's not easy to be so free What do you
back of all of your tokens. Keep your mind in a
Watch for Pedro Show. That chunk of music start off. Dreadful Ben Chasney with The Fear. After that, brand new from Ron Coates out of Brighton, England. Kathy, name of the tune. Midwife and Via Melanicola. Yeah, new uh, Fresner c- combo, twofer, NMP's the tune. A vast tight string conspiracy for Benji, North Carolina. At- Addie's song. And finally, Dreadful in the Den, people. This is the band you just heard about. Great tune from old Perubu Day's uh, Final Solution. Live. This is a live version. So, hip us to fucking Ben Chasney. Okay, Ben Chasney. He records under the name Six Organs of Admittance. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, he's had many, many records yes, out. Yes. And they're all great. Uh, he and I are old friends. We had uh, many, many years ago talked about working together. And then finally, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago, we finally got together, recorded a record um, called Drunk with Insignificance. And it's the just he he plays guitar and actually piano in one tune. And uh, I play guitar and sing and that's it. It's pretty simple. It was all done uh, one take on each tune. Uh, we didn't really rehearse them or anything. That's kind of how we work. And we just sort of talk about it, and then we play it, and then we record it. And that's how that record was done. It's been out for a while. Um, it's actually, a, you know, I, I, Feeding Tube has this stuff up on their band camp, I believe. I'm pretty sure. And, 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 and the material. Like, did you bring tunes? He brought tunes? No, it's all my stuff. Okay, okay. That's what I kind of thought. So he would listen to what you brought and then come up with some accompaniment. Yes, that's exactly how it works. But not a lot lot of time to work it out, right? Like kind of first impression. Yeah, pretty much. It was, um, we had actually played a couple of things live. We did some shows live together and then we, uh, did the recording. So it was, some of the stuff had been actually played once or twice, but uh, it was still pretty new. Um, and this live and it, recording of you with the Din, this must have been early 80s? Um, yes. The uh, the first thing with the Din, the, uh, well, there's more than one Din. I guess I should explain that. But uh, Well, this is the, the thing that's doing Final Solution. Final Solution is the first din. Um, okay. All that stuff on that, uh, the first release, which is um, <laughs> Songs in Heat, um, it's actually, the stu- we did a single, Mission of Burma and I went into the studio. Um, and this was even more crazy in a way, I guess, because they didn't even know I could, I was writing songs or playing songs. And it was... Uh, we, uh, a friend of mine, Michael Hafitz, gave me um, a birthday present of a studio time with Missioner Burma, who we were friends with. And we went into the studio, and I just sort of showed them the basic chords, and we played. And we recorded five songs. Two came out on the single, uh, Songs in Heat. And uh, the rest are now available on... Uh, the CD version of Songs and Heat. And they've all been remixed and remastered and the sound quality is much better. 
And the other, uh, other, the live stuff comes from our first gig we ever played together. And it's, it's more lo-fi. It was recorded by cassette on cassette by Michael Havitz. And, uh, so the stu- the three or four songs that are on Songs and Heat the CD uh, are actually live from our first it, ever. What, what was the pad, Brother Dredd? Say that again. The pad, the venue. Oh, the venue was the channel. Oh, okay. My first Boston gig was the uh, channel. Yeah, was that your first yeah. gig with Husker Du? That's right. It was because in those days. Sunday afternoons, only time punk bands could play before the metal bands. <laughs> and Andrew would make sure that you got beer because it was Sunday. <laughs> and <laughs> New Hampshire used to make all that money with that uh, beer, right. beer store on the border there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's funny. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, well, Watt didn't. I remember this kid with a skateboard said, you guys are the weirdest hardcore band ever. <laughs> Look, we're at the end of the first hour. St. Patrick's Day, March 17, 2023, special guest, brother. Dread Fool. Hold tight for hour two. In Pisa. Oh, March yeah. March 17, 2023, second hour. Watch for Pedro. Show. Sanctuary!
struck, or as we sometimes say, stricken.
for Pedro show. Start off the second hour. Dreadful in the Den with Sanctuary. Alexander Hacker from his little opera about the imaginary cat, young man in Berlin. Hiroshima 1. Uh, Baham Boy, Brother AJ, with his uh, spawning his roots on a higher plane. Fine with Anthropocene. And finally, Dread Fool. Girl from North Country. Is Bobby Dylan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sort of. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, of course. Just a springboard to get you launched. And this uh, yeah. this Dread Fool in the Den, a sanctuary, was that this from the same thing as uh, Final Solution? Yes. That's okay. from Songs in Heat. Yeah, on songs. Corbett versus Dempsey. <laughs> right, 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 right. And and what about the Stradful uh, thing with Bobby Dylan? Uh, that's actually from a, uh, a CD, actually a double CD called uh, Kissing the Contemporary Bliss that was originally done on the Child of Microtones label, an edition of 100, which is Matt Valentine and Erica Elder's label. Yeah. And uh, then it was picked up by Family Vineyard. Eric put it out. Okay. Reissued it, and uh, I got you gave me another dreadful and Ben Chasney record uh, tune called "Losing My Mind." Yes, that's from the same record and it, same session. Okay, all that stuff. Let, yeah. Let's listen.
Started off that chunk of music, people. Dreadful in the Den doing Sanctuary. Alexander, no, already done that chunk. This is Dreadful and Ben Chastity, people. Losing my mind, which Watt is doing. Then Gas Coost with Loose Change. Spice Pistols, say you'll be there. Head Boggle with In Search Of. That's live. The Hatch from Hokkaido. They want to move to Tokyo, though, I heard. Venom Oviedo. And finally, Dreadful in the Den, behind you. Yeah, enlighten us. Uh, that's also from the same session. That's from the single session. Right, right. But the uh, the Ben Chastity thing? So, that's from the same session as the... Uh, and what, what all, you do? We only, ben and I only did one record together. So they're all from... Right, but that. you said you did some gigs. So... Uh, the record was probably stuff that you did at the gigs before that, right? Uh, only parts of it. Some, oh. some of it was new that day, actually. But yeah, some of it were songs we had done live. Okay. And like, um, and what would you do? Would you like strum your guitar, sing for him, or? Yeah. Okay. We were going to actually the the last gig we did. I just went in and we uh, at sound check. We sort of ran through what I was going to do and what he and he just. He would listen to, I mean, I did not play the whole song. I would play a little bit of it and he would go, cool, I got that one. And then we would go on. And uh, one of the best gigs I ever did. That was one of my favorite gigs of all time. The last one he and I did. It was a long time ago now, but. uh, Where was that? That was at a place called the Root Cellar, which is. Yeah, it's not, it's called uh, Step Forward now, I think. It's in Greenfield, Mass. <clears throat> Excuse me, Greenfield, Mass, which is south of here. Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah, a lot of places come and go, right? T.T. Bears, I think it's part of Middle East now. Uh, I don't think so. But they're right next to each other. Yeah, but I think they took it over. Oh, they did? Okay. I, I think they're so. More than I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
don't 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 quote me on that, but I think. I mean, <laughs> no, but, it would make sense actually. The point is, wrong. things come and go, right? I think the channel actually burned down, right? Yeah, that's gone. They they uh, it burned down, and it's now like you know condos and stuff. I think <laughs> it was the typical thing. That's happened so many fucking times, Yeah, everywhere, man, everywhere. So about these four releases you got. Yes. Uh, are you in? How involved are you making the artwork? Uh, actually, most of the artwork is photos that Pat took, who you've met before. <laughs> Pat, we're actually using his account, right, to do the spiel. Yeah, I'm using Pat's account right now. <laughs> uh, she took photos. She took photos of that whole scene back in the day. Um, she's got. Um, photos of you know just about every band that went through town and every band that played and she took a lot of photos of us and that's basically the artwork or her photos oh so she was a documentary because the the boston camera cat i remember phil and flash oh yeah yeah right he's like at every fucking gig yeah 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 well no not really well i mean in the earlier days Earlier days, yeah, yeah. But he was he never got quite into the like when things started to go a little arty and stuff, he sort of Right. I don't think he was really into that. But. You know, people I, I don't think people really know, but there was a trippy phase there, right? Like Scruffy the Cat, DMZ. It's kinda you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like yeah. no man's land. Nobody knew where anybody stood, right? Well, actually DMZ was like one of the first bands. They were really early. Right, but I mean, what was kind of rock and roll? What was new wave? What was punk? What was you know? Right, they, they, I, right. I, I kind of like those times because you don't really know, you know. Exactly. Well, that's right. when it's more interesting. Right, right. You don't have the uniforms and all that shit. Yeah, almost, yeah. Because by that time, crap. it's almost uh, by numbers, right? Uh, paint by numbers and connect the dot shit. That's yeah. That's what was happening. That started to happen. It was like it got really boring really fast. Right, because one of the bitch and things was the unpredictability, not yep. knowing what a gig was going to turn out to be like. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with you there all the way. And then there was stuff like liars, right? Which was kind of garage sixties. I mean, it yep. was all over. Yep. The, Boston had so many different kinds of band that was all part of this kind of trippy movement. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, Jeff Monoman was uh, yeah. in DMZ. He's the one who, you know, really stayed in that era. He really pioneered the uh, return to garage rock thing. I mean, he with the Liars and uh, what else? He had another band, I think, for a while. I can't think of it offhand. But um, and his thing was like drinking bottles of Tabasco sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never saw that, but I believe it. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like he would drink a whole fucking ball before, you know, for us here in SoCal, I ain't nothing but, I, you know, anybody else. <laughs> Start shitting you, fire. You do that all the time? Oh, the habaneros, dude. They can't even taste Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tolerance like anything, like drogas, you know. That's true. Right, it's right. But yeah, well, Boston was actually known as being more of a rock and roll town. Than, yeah, of course. A lot of punk bands, uh, you know, using the the term punk in its original strict form. Well, there um, was trippy things like you had uh, FUs turn into straw dogs. I mean, you know, because 
Right. Right. And, and there, there was the freeze. I don't, I think they were actually Cape Cod or something, but then you had uh, what they call it, like tweed or something, you know, kind of pop kind of wave. Yeah. Well, they did. Well, so a lot of them. Why am I talking about the Neats? Oh man, the Neats. Yeah. The Neats were a great band. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just saying, I love the way there was a huge spectrum. Yeah. 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 And the Neats were part of that for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. There always was in Boston, I think. It seems, you know. Who was those other cats? Some of them ended up playing with Charlie and his Catholics. Uh, Birds? Some. A human sexual response. Human sexual response, Golden sure. Birds or some shit. Yeah, they kept really good guitar man. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, Rich Gilbert. Rich, Rich, yeah. Guy could fucking he always play. wanted to play with a din. We never got him in there. But he was. He always begged to play with a din. Is that right? That cat can fucking play. And he always had the nicest old shit. Yeah, yeah. He's still, like, he's he moved to Nashville in his Doing the country thing, I believe. I I I can imagine that guy being able to play anything. He was. He was oh yeah, else. absolutely. And then, you know, I used to run into him at Cecil Taylor shows and stuff. He was really into everything. Yeah. I mean, he, well, you know, I will say the Boston scene did have probably more radio. Well, here's SoCal. We had Rodney on the Rock, but I mean, there were some stations right that was always playing. I don't know. It's just a trippy thing. We always look forward to uh, playing there. There's always yeah. a whole bunch of bands. Traffic's a little intense. Oh, God, man. Boston traffic's unreal. <laughs> the big dig, right? Like 40 big years dig. now. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, the college stations were really big in Boston. That's that what I'm what... saying. I think that helped a little bit, too. Yeah. You know, it definitely did. They definitely kept things moving, and uh, it was incredible. We're it was good. End, uh, we're good at scene. End, uh, yeah, in the green tie, right, Southie. That, that's what I was thinking of Andrew at the channel there. Uh, we're at the end of the second hour of March 17, 2023. Special guest, Dreadful. Hold tight, hour three. March 17, 2023. It's the third hour. Watch Pedro's show.
cut ourselves off from the cellular phones. The time we spend never has to depend on someone else who's making amends. Lean on me, lean on me. I don't want to feel with lead from something real. I think that you should stay. I'll never turn away. No, I'll never turn away. I don't want you to feel we fled from something real. I think that you should stay. I'll never turn away. No, I'll never turn away.
Hop for Pedro Show Star off third hour. Dread Fool and Ben Chasney again. Won't make it. Except they did make it. That's why we got we can play it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make it one play. It's just a memory. Just be a memory in their heads. <laughs> yeah. They'd have to tell us about it. Odd after that, out of Texas with a streporous yeah, maybe that's it. It's a love to start a song title with parenthetical, right? And not on. So, you know, especially with instrumental music. Title is nine tenths of the law, people. Adam Trumbull after that, I'll never turn away. And Dread Fool in the Den. Sister Ray, this is the reason why I want to make a power tree with an organ player. You know, in the old days, organs before Casio and shit. Keyboards cost a buttload, man. Me and D Boone didn't know anybody who played one. Really? Yeah. And we're we're talking early seventies and shit, and there was, you know, no no econo keyboards. Casio, that ah. was the big breakthrough. It wasn't just watches, people. It was also these <laughs> Econo synth keyboards. And uh, just huh. love that tune, man. Now, you know, I found out, you know, with the, who's the inspiration is, right? Uh, of Sister Ray? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Kink singer. I, I forget if I do. <laughs> Kink singer. Ray Charles? No, Ray Davies. <laughs> What's that? Ray Davies. Oh, Ray Davies. Oh, really? Remember Lola and that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never, that's never Sister heard Ray. Of Ray Davies. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's cool. why I heard anyway. Maybe it's an urban myth, but you know, I've never whip, heard that. I don't think. Whip it on me, Jim. Whip it on me, Jim. <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> for that part. One time I was doing that tune with my second man up in Duluth. The only Duluth. Speaking of. Uh, North Country, you know, Hibben is right across the river. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Lake Superior, right? It looks like an ocean. Fuck. Anyway, we're playing that tune, and Grandpa's Ghost, I think we were torn with, and their, their speaker cabinet, they already had the shit set up, and it fell down on, broke my toe. You know, when you break your toe, you can't get a cash. You just got to ride it out. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. A little bit of pain involved. But it was worth it. it was, and where was this uh, Sister Ray live? Is it from the same as... Uh, Final solution. Yes. The heat. Well, no, that no, that's actually live in the studio. Ah, yeah, that's right. There's no crowd. Yeah, that was the, the actually the final song that we did. We did I, with the Burma guys. Yeah. So that's, that's Roger. Roger. That Roger? Actually, okay, and and Peter and and Clint. Yep. Yep. Um, and Martin. And Martin, right, right, right. He, he was the. I think he went away to Hawaii or something. Right. Bob Weston took his place later on. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he um, he was playing a, a bass with uh, uh, clips on the uh, strings, and he was playing <laughs> with a piano tuner. I'm a piano uh, key, okay. or not a key. Uh, the mallet, whatever the hell you call the it. The thing that hits the string, little hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was playing it with that, and he had clips on the strings through the whole the whole thing. Wow. And actually. That, that was one of the great things when the uh, the song was redone, remixed and stuff, is yeah. that you couldn't really hear him on the single, but uh, since it was redone, you could he, some of his stuff comes out. It's just great. It's amazing. He was incredible. I think Roger's upstate Vermont now. He he lives, like, not too far from here. Yeah, yeah. I got to play he, with him. He's got some kind of a trio, something trio, kind of space name, science oh, name. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh God, I'm blanking. But, but it was real good. It was real good. good They're great. Guys. Yeah. They're trinary system. That's it. Trinary system. Great. Their album is really great. Yeah, it's hope, a killer. It's like I hope a they great make psychedelic one. guitar record. 
that doesn't copy every other psychedelic guitar record. It's yeah. really good. He also made uh, a solo guitar record about dreams that's really good. Roger yes. Miller, fucking. That's his you know, solo. the Ashton brothers told me they used to party because he, he lived in Ann Arbor and his parents were right. professors. They'd have, yeah. yeah, they'd open up the house and let the neighborhood come in and have a good time. Look, you gave me yeah. greatest band in hell. Let's play that.
for Pedro Show Last Music for this edition. Start that chunk off Dreadful in the Den doing Greatest Band in Hell. And from Anchorage, Alaska, Muskeg Mudsuck with La Che de Ags. Pardon my fucking... I fuck up my own language too, so equal <laughs> opportunity fucker upper. I don't mean to, people. And finally, Dreadful with Ascension, Ra slash Ra and Book. And I'm guessing here Book. Yeah, but might be short for a guy who spent his last 14 years here in Pedro. Did he really? I, I knew he lived in L.A. I didn't think... I yeah, didn't he did. Was. Well, post office and shit, that's written more up, you know, downtown right. L.A., closer to Hollywood, actually. And uh, But his last 14 years were in the harbor here in Pedro. He's in the same boneyard as D. Boone. Wow. I wouldn't shit right. you. And then Rob, maybe uh, Brother Sun Ra, Sonny Blount, yep. Birmingham, yep. Alabama. Yeah. And That's then Ascension, him. maybe Mr. Co-Train, his big band record, right? Uh, Yeah. That's the first time that I knew I was listening to John. Well, I didn't know. Raymond played me Ascension one night after a germs gig. And I you know, I knew nothing about bebop or anything. And he told me, I thought he was an older punk rocker. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea he was dead or anything. And, but that was the first time I heard it. I loved it, man. It's always had huge uh, impact on me and stuff. And this is uh, dreadful. Tell me where you did this. And you got in parentheses, Br- Bridge of Cries. Is this something to do with Robin Trower? Well, no, not directly. It was just the words. I like the way it sounded. Actually, the, the Robin Trower lifted that. The Bridge of Sizes from... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's an old-timey yeah, I thing. I hear that record, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great singer, the bass man. I think he was Scott's uh, guy yeah. or something. Caledonia. He had that kind of earthy voice. <laughs> But, yes. but tell me about where this was. Where was this uh, recorded? Uh, that was recorded in my bedroom in uh, Wakefield, Massachusetts. How long ago? Ninety-two, I think. Ninety-two, ninety-three. And and you know, a lot of people from the old days of the movement, it seemed they had open mind towards wild ass stuff like jazz and uh, this kind of jazz. Yeah. Did you notice yeah, that? Well, I I totally got in. It, by the end of the Dreadful and the Din period, I was yeah. listening mostly to jazz. It's it was not, like I got I got tired of rock. You know, it was you like, know what? Yeah. The same thing happened with Richard Meltzer. You know, the guy who kind of invented rock. Right? He had a band. Oh, no, I know Bob. Richard. Yep. Okay. Oh, if you know yeah. Byron, you know Richard totally because failed. I think Byron learned a couple of writing lessons from Richard. Just a couple. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. <laughs> yes. I love Richard. Those, one of his heroes, for and sure. And I love Byron, too. I love both of them, man. I just saw Richard last night in the uh, Big Star video. Oh, there's, wow. There was a thing about the uh, 
the conference with all the rock writers came together and right. there was Richard. Right. Was like, oh, I think there was a dancing. And there's a notorious bottle of whiskey that went missing, I, I guess, Lester Bangs. There's a whole story about that, that convention thing or whatever. What do they call uh, those junkets? Huh. Yeah, he told me it, it was such a trough. The labels were using the rock writers as just shill, you know? Right. And that's why Richard ended up writing that book, A Whore, just like the rest, you know, because he said it got real. He said at first it felt like they were in trenches together, and then all of a sudden it was just, just you were nothing but a fucking proxy fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you worked with Richard, right? Yeah, absolutely. Made the Spielgusher record. That, that right. Byron ended up putting out a vinyl version. Raymond right. did the art, the vavooms on the etched in the vinyl. On the fourth side, it's only three sides of a double album. Uh-huh. Well, look, Very cool. you got these releases coming. When, when do, uh, the next one is two at a time? Yeah, they're going to release the next two volumes at the same time. Uh, one of them is a double CD. The second one, Sea uh, God, is a, actually a double CD. And that is the, the actual band that became a band band. It was uh, Peter's, after Bromer broke up, Peter... Uh, formed the Volcano Sons. That's and right. Many, many different bass players. Bob Weston was one. Bob Weston was one, right. And the first one was Steve Michener, and then there was I Jeff think Bob Wagen. Faye was one of the drummers. What's that? Bob Faye was one of the drummers. I mean, there's all kinds of people went through that band. Now Peter's got a band called Mini Not Beast. No, <laughs> nobody ever played drums in Peter's band. Oh, that's Peter. right, because Peter was a drummer. I'm thinking yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Lou and uh, Subado. I'm an idiot. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry that, about that. No, you got Bob, it. You got it. I'm, I'm trying to get my things. But Peter's playing guitar now in Mini Beast, and he's living in Providence, yeah. Rhode Island. <laughs> I think I got that. Yeah. Right. But Have Brother Dread. Yes, yes. I played all this shit on the, and I've, I even shared the stage with him. With MSSV, but what I'm putting the invite out to you, brother Dread, when these two CDs come out, will you come back on the show? We'll play the stuff and talk about it. Sure, yeah. that'd be cool. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, yeah, in the meantime, get on that songwriting thing. I can't wait. See what you oh. bake. <laughs> it comes out of the brother Dread oven brain mind. We'll see. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Much respect to you. Big love, people. It's been St. Patrick's Day. March 17, 2023, this is why Peter shall keep you. Bye!